Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM, we welcome you all back to our broadcast. Also, tuning in through our online affiliates around the world. We're glad that you all could be with us as well. Whereas the year that is 2022 is winding down, many of us may be looking ahead and thinking about the changes we want to make for ourselves moving forward. Those changes are not always easy, but our next guest has really shown through her brand not only the importance of of those changes, but also the power that can come with them. We're excited to welcome Cassandra Worthy to our program today. You know her as a dynamic speaker, author, and the founder of Change Enthusiasm Global. She's also the author of the book Change Enthusiasm, How to Harness the Power of Emotion for Leadership and Success. And one thing Cassandra says in the book that we'll talk about is the importance of not trying to tamp down your emotions, but also diving into those and how that can help you along your journey. She's going to also let you guys know what she hopes you're able to take away from the book and her own experiences. Cassandra Thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And what it do? How are you? <laughs> well, look, doing really good. Doing really good. You know, Cassandra, what I thought about was so interesting. I mean, you have made this entire brand around change, and that is something that is not easy, as I mentioned in the intro. What has that been like for you to get people to looking at change differently? Oh, it's been quite the journey. And honestly, it started, it started with me. It started at, at the individual level with, with myself. You know, I spent several years working in more traditional roles of corporate America. I have a degree in chemical engineering. And so I worked in the consumer packaged goods industry, leading innovation, leading organizations, you know, developing really incredible products all around the world. But during that career, I went through a lot of really big shifts. Uh, notably huge acquisitions, some of the biggest that the CPG industry has ever seen. And during those changes, I felt the pain that we so often feel when that type of change comes around that feels like it happens to us, like we didn't ask for it, we didn't sign up for it, but yet we have to get through it. And so the frustration, the anger, the anxiety, the fear, all of those emotions, I felt so poignantly when going through these acquisitions. And I noticed that no one was really talking about it, uh, and really leadership wasn't arming employees with a means to acknowledge those emotions and then transform them into fuel. And so what I began to develop, I didn't have language for it, but it was really just to help me in my own career, was this growth mindset of change enthusiasm, recognizing that when I'm feeling frustrated, when I feel like walking out of the door, when I feel like quitting every day, that I'm being signaled into this moment of opportunity to, to learn, to grow, to evolve, to choose how I show up how I navigate change, how I learn from it, how I grow from it. And it's ultimately my choice. And so by embracing this now three-step growth mindset of change enthusiasm, I was able to go places in my career that I never even imagined and was able to embody and recognize personal growth in ways that I never thought, thought that I could um, and really step into that seat of power, that seat of choice that we all have when we're experiencing any level of change, whether we are leading it, creating it for ourselves, or it feels like it, it's happening to us. The truth is, it's always happening for us, always happening right. for us, and even the most difficult and most devastating change. 
And Cassandra, to that point, one of the things you show in the book, and it's something I think all of us have kind of learned in life, is that just as we may think, no one has it as bad as we have. And you kind of begin the book, you know, talking about some of the challenges and low points that you face. You know, you talk about an individual in the book like Brandon, uh, who in 2005 went through some extraordinary things, right? And and I think a lot of times, even as you talk about in the book, being able to use that as an opportunity to be able to make the choice to use it differently. I, I love the fact that you kind of get to that place. However, not everyone not everyone sees change in a good good way or try to find the benefit from it. What has that been like be to help people both individually and professionally to be able to make the choice to embrace what change can be for them? Sure, and it's so true, right? We all wear change differently, and we're all going to have really varying strengths of, of resilience and the way that we view change and the change that comes about in our lives. And what I, I love to do is to sit exactly where they're sitting because, you know, a lot of my audiences are corporations, they're businesses or business associations, and they're employees that are feeling that level of frustration, feeling that anxiety, feeling that anger that this change is happening and I didn't ask for it. And so being able to share my story and the fact that I've been there, I've been in that seat, I've been, you know, that that employee wanting to quit or, you know, flip chairs over (laughs) because of the change happening around me. And, And number one, inviting them into two things, grace. So if you're feeling those emotions, it's okay. It means you're human and it's okay. These emotions are not to be ignored. They're not to be suppressed. And then the next part, and this is usually the most difficult, is to trust. It's to trust that if those emotions are being inspired within me, they have to be here for a reason. And I'm going to trust that it's there to serve me. And so in a lot of the trainings and workshops that we do at corporations all around the world is what we do. It's called a trust, a seeds of trust exercise, where you're revisiting a time when you were experiencing really challenging change whether that's in your professional life or your personal life, and then thinking back to one good thing that happened as a result of that change and allowing that good thing to be a seed of trust, that if that good thing came from that situation, if I'm feeling something similar, I'm going to choose to trust that it means something good is hurling its way for me now, and I just need to trust that that's going to happen. But in no way am I trying to convey that this is an easy thing. Right? Change right. enthusiasm is a simple process. There's only three steps, but it's very challenging to actually put it into practice, especially when you feel like you've been whacked upside the head with change and your emotions are blinding you. They're overwhelming you to the point you don't even want to get up out of bed. And trust me, I have been there. But you have to find that grace, letting yourself know it's okay, inviting yourself to explore that emotional energy, taking an inventory. What is it that I'm feeling? Why am I feeling this way? What could these emotions be inviting me into? What can I learn in this moment? And then trusting that something is there for you, something good that you're going to take away from this experience. And then moving forward, one foot over the other, just one foot over the other. And the more that you can practice this, because this is really about uh, it's a mindset, it's a practice, something that you have to do in the face of every, what I call a signal emotion, that, that fear, frustration, those difficult emotions during change. The more you can practice that, you'll begin getting in tune with yourself, understanding those physiological cues that happen when you're feeling frustrated, when you're feeling angry, and knowing that, ooh, I'm feeling these emotions again. It must mean I'm in another moment of opportunity. I didn't think I was going to have to learn today, but I'm going to have to learn something today, and I'm going to choose how I do that and how I show up. 
Yeah, but Cassandra, I think what I love about you said there, and one of the big points that I think a lot of times, especially those who are entrepreneurs, I mean, we we're kind of shown a world that is, you know, all the all the trappings of what the life is going to be like, right? You know, all these mm-hmm. things we're going to make a decision to have our business, and you know, we're going to have the cars, we're going to have all this, all these things that are right. The process mm-hmm. is not always something that's explored, but you actually say this in the book: just as our physical muscles are torn during strength training. So is our resilience muscles tested in the practice of experiencing change. And then you say some amount of pain is inevitable. Pain is a byproduct of growth in the physical muscle that pain exhibits a soreness. In our resilience muscle, that pain exhibits an emotional hurt. But the more we practice the experience of change, the stronger our resiliency grows and the more quickly we can recover from those really intense, nosebleed-inspired changes. I want to talk about getting to the other side. Because I think a lot of times when you're going through it, through the change, it does not feel good, as you said, which is why this is such a great comparison. Talk to us about what that's been like for you. Could you give some examples in the book of individuals who you've worked with to help them get there? What has that been like for you to see that work paying off for them? Yeah, I love it. (laughs) I love it. And that's such a good excerpt from the book. It's so true that this this going through change, practicing the mindset, it's, it's strength training for our resilience muscle. It's rewiring the chemistry of our brains. And there's such, uh, just such value, there's such benefit that I see when I see individuals practicing the mindset and being able to recognize the good things, the learning that happens as a result of it, and being able to reflect back on that. And so often, you know, I get testimonials, I get folks emailing me or hit me up on social media saying that, you know what, I was resistant to this mindset to start. Um, But the more that I actually allowed the practice, the more that I actually took that emotional inventory, the more that I allowed these emotions to serve me, I have grown in ways. I've recognized a strength in myself that I never thought that I had. I've recognized parts of my work that light me up and parts of my work that do not. I have taken action to sculpt my work plan and my career trajectory in more ways that light me up that, you know, uh, give me energy versus deplete my energy. And so the way that I've seen this mindset applied across both small and big change, it's just, I mean, for me, it's the fuel that keeps me going. (laughs) Every time I get those testimonials, it's like, yep. This is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, um, and it just helps fuel. It helps fuel my purpose, uh, and it's so wonderful seeing those. And and like I said, it doesn't have to be for really huge change. Um, it, it certainly happens just through day to day. You know, whenever that little signaling motion, that spark of anger, that spark of frustration manifests, and an individual is able to recognize it and then investigate, explore what is this meaning for me? What can I learn in this moment? There's little wins that happen throughout every day if you allow it if you can allow it. Yeah, because if we don't, and that's the other thing that you show, and I want to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly, Cassandra. Is her name Shantae that you talk about in the book? Yeah, Shantae Love. Okay, all right, because I want to talk about her. I just want to make sure I didn't mispronounce her name. But uh, but I think to the other side of what you're saying here is if we only give in to the negative, if we do not – try to move past those dark moments, what that does. And we have the example of Shantae there, someone who was able to do all these amazing things, but then when she got into those dark moments, how she admitted that she allowed herself to succumb 
to the negativity. But then, of course, as we, we've been talking about here and you talk about in the book, a choice had to be made. So talk to us about Shante's example and how that's a great example for all of us about why, why it is important to keep moving through, even through the, the most challenging of challenges. Yeah, Shantae is amazing. So Shantae Lowe is actually a friend and colleague of mine. She's a fellow, fellow speaker now, but she's a five-time Olympian. She and I both went to Georgia Tech, and we're both on the track and field team. She's an incredible high jumper, highly decorated. Um, but Shantae went through a very difficult bout with breast cancer, and she was very vocal and very open about her journey. And it was during that journey that she experienced, as you can imagine, some of her darkest moments where her emotional energy, the anger, how could this have happened to me, I eat well, I, I practice, you know, I, I am so, uh, I take care of my physical body, probably more than most people on the planet, and yet this has happened to me, why? Why has this happened to me? And the anger, the frustration at everyone. And she realized there was a point where all that negativity, that darkness was bringing her into a place that was just not a healthy mental place a place where she even considered, is this a world that I even want to continue being in, right? My my life is going to end. And so it was very, very dark. And in that moment, she recognized that she had a choice, right? She had a choice to either move through this, finding a way to to let life, you know, continue for herself or to give in. Um, And in my view, it was allowing, you know, whether allowing that emotional energy to to stall her, to bring her back, uh, to keep her in this darkness, or to fuel her forward. And so in that moment, she made the choice to transform that emotional energy. Um, And just for the listeners so that we're all grounded in the three steps, because I keep alluding to them, but let me just break them down. So change enthusiasm is a three-step process, the signal, the opportunity, and the choice. The signal are the difficult emotions, like fear, frustration, anger. The opportunity is that moment where you're weighing options. There's something here for me to learn, some way for me to grow. What are the options? How can I milk this opportunity for all it's got? And then the final step is the choice. You're making a choice from those options on how you transform that emotional energy, moving out of anxiety into anticipation, moving out of fear into hope. And it's up to us to choose how we do that. And I think Shantae is a shining beacon, an example of how even in your darkest moments, you can make small choices throughout the day to transform that energetic signature. You know, I'm a huge believer that these emotions are gifts. <laughs> They're a natural part of our species, and I think that they can be used as a resource, right, a resource that's an infinite supply. They can either be used to work for us when we're going through really challenging, difficult times as guideposts, signaling us into our opportunities, and then transformed into fuel to move us forward, or they can, you know, work against us. They can stall us. They can paralyze us and keep us in the dark, keep us stagnant, and keep us just in a really, really unhealthy mental state. Um, And again, you know, I just, I want to reiterate that I am not a medical professional. I'm not a psychiatric professional. This certainly shouldn't go in place of anything that you've heard from, you know, a medical professional as it relates to anxiety, because I know that's very real. It's something that individuals all over the world deal with. But this is for going through, you know, common levels of daily change and experiencing those very natural emotions that we all do as a part of the human species. Now, Cassandra, people may go to hear you speak. They may read your book. 
Um, Great. But, it, but it, yeah, exactly. We want to encourage them to do that. I have the Kindle edition. I want to invite them to give you to get the book. However, one thing you make very clear throughout the book itself is there is work involved. You actually literally have exercises throughout the book. How important is that for people to? Because it's just like anything else, right? People could say, "Oh, wow, that was so that was so impactful. That was so you know so inspiring." But unless they take any action, they're not going to see the change. So, how important is it for them to? hear what you have to say, but also be willing to do the work. Talk to him, Cyrus. <laughs> you know, you already talked about this being like strength training, where you got to build the muscles. Well, you only can build the muscles, you know, if we're thinking physical muscles, when you practice, when you work out, when you go to the gym. And you don't like doing it, but it's a great result, right? And eventually, you know, some people do find that that high when they're going to the gym. And I think I've been able to find that in working and change enthusiasm and practicing this for over two decades now. You know, I am able to recognize my signal emotions, and I still get them, even though I've been practicing this for two decades. I still get them, and I see them as a gift. Um, and they invite me into this moment of opportunity to, to transform. But, yes, that's exactly why I wrote the book. Because I know conceptually when you talk about employing emotion, when you talk about the power of choice, constantly, you know, consciously choosing to transform emotional energy to fuel you through change, the con- you can kind of get down with, but then it's like, okay, how do you do that? How do you actually do that in real life? And that's why I wrote the book. That's why it's rich with a lot of uh, examples, testimonials, like from Brandon, like from Shantae, other clients that I've worked with. That's why there's worksheets. That's why there are exercises. So you can actually begin putting this into practice. You have to rewire the chemistry of your brain in order for the promise of change enthusiasm to actually happen, right, to actually happen. And the way that it happens is when that signal emotion strikes, And, you know, for me, I've never had to practice this mindset more than during this pandemic (laughs) over these past few years. But when you become a practicing change enthusiast, you can recognize that difficulty. You can know it's a signal. You're stepping into a moment of opportunity. I'm going to grant grace, and then I'm going to have trust that these emotions are existing for a reason to serve me. I'm going to understand what are my options in this moment? What can I learn? How can I grow? Then I'm going to choose how I show up. I'm going to choose how to become better and not bitter. And that's what change enthusiasm affords. You'll find that you'll become more enthusiastic and, you know, anticipating change as opposed to being anxious and fearful and angry when change comes around the corner. Love that. Such great information. Such a great conversation with you, Cassandra. Again, everyone, Cassandra Worthy has been our guest. Again, the book we've been discussing is called Change Enthusiasm, How to Harness the Power of Emotion for Leadership and Success. It is available, as I mentioned, through our friends at Amazon.com or through your favorite local bookstore. If they don't have it, I know they'd be more than happy to order it for you. Cassandra, how can our audience stay connected with you? Yes, CassandraWorthy.com uh, is, my, is my website if you're interested in any bookings or, or talking with my management team, uh, and then also on social media. So I'm very active on LinkedIn, Cassandra Worthy, uh, Instagram, Cassandra Worthy Speaker. Um, honestly, if you just Google Cassandra Worthy, you'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And a lot of great photos, too, I have to say. You, you take amazing ah, photos. So I <laughs> Cassandra, continue blessing the success of you. Thank you again for stopping by and looking forward to chatting with you again. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Cyrus. All right. And we thank you, our audience, for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Let's go make today amazing. Take care.